I, I like my, uh, you know, the, the, the I smoke. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. I like my herb. <laughs> let's, let's put it out there. I smoke my herb. I'm good. I'm all right. Welcome to Revelations, the place where we speak truth to power. I'm Cole Johnson, and I am so glad you're able to join us. I respect those that respect me. Life is too short, so I live it the way I choose to. That life motto is one of my next guests. His heart may belong to Brooklyn, but his presence is somewhere else. He is also making moves all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, the CEO of Real Wise Productions and Real Wise Radio, along with the host and producer of Stuck in My Mind podcast, my good friend, Will Otero, but I call him Wise El Jefe. And this is his revelation. <music> How you doing, sir? I'm good. I think I think that picture's from Aruba. Really? I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I was actually going to ask where you took that picture. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, it's from our recent trip to Aruba. All right. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Uh, was it just you and the missus? Or of course, yes, it's okay. me, me and the missus. And last year we did Jamaica, but we love Aruba so much that we plan on doing a um a family trip. Right, mm-hmm. the family come down with us. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I fully What's understand. going on, my brother? Everything is good, man. Everything is really good, man. Thank you for coming on the platform. I appreciate this. I appreciate you for having me on. Ah, man. All right. So we are going to get started. And we right. always get started, even though I know you real well, because you know, you, you're one of my homeboys. Still, others might not. So we're going to open this show up with a segment I call Open the Way. Now, the way we open the way, we believe that conversation starts when vulnerability enters a room. So, of course, there's no issue with us. That's just how we roll. Uh, so you have mentioned to me many times in conversations, uh, your roots are strong in Brooklyn. So where in Brooklyn did you and your family grow up? Oh, well, I was born and raised in East New York, Brooklyn. Um, it's uh, at that time during the 80s and 90s, it was probably the murder capital in all of the United States. We had It was during the crack epidemic and it was insane. But 
you know, the crazy thing is within the community, it was still, it was like we policed ourselves. Yeah. And so it was at a time where the cops over there were corrupt. They even made a, a, a documentary on it called the 75th precinct, 75th. And it's based on the, on that precinct during that time. And listen, it was gunshots every day, every night, mm. drugs, crackheads everywhere, abandoned buildings, empty lots. Now you go there now and it's a completely different, different neighborhood. It's more housing now. And like I said, not as many vacant lots. And I'm I'm glad to see the evolution of that. I'm happy to see everybody wants to talk about gentrification, but that was one of the worst neighborhoods in all of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And to see where it's at now, I'm I'm proud of my neighborhood. Mm. Yeah. Now I've, I've talked to many about gentrification and it's one of the few times I've, I've ever heard someone actually say, actually gentrification was good for, my particular neighborhood. Now, why would you say that? Considering that I believe it may have helped clean out, I should say, clean up uh, the area. And that's, with, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. we, I grew up playing in abandoned buildings, like jumping right. from, from one abandoned building to another. Right. And that's what, that was, that was my reality at that time. That that was what we had to play with. This is a, this is during the time where kids actually went outside and played. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to see where it's at now and see that there's a lot of businesses going on to walk, walk down the strip and walk down the Ave. And yes, a lot of the mom and pop stores are gone. Mm-hmm. You have, but you have other people who taking over stores and, and to see that out, to see where it's come from to where it's at now. I'm sure it still has its issues now because the whole entire city has its issues, but people always want to make it's, it's, we need to realize it's not a black and white thing. It more now it's more than ever. Now it's a rich and poor thing. Yeah. And so for me to see, like I said, see my neighborhood come to where it is now. I'd rather see it that way than what it was back growing up. I feel you. Yeah, I totally understand that. I, I feel that way about the neighborhood I grew up in, too, because it was similar, very similar to yours. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, w- I would love for that aspect of society to enter into my old neighborhood. But as you well know, it may enter in some and it may not in others. Yeah. Yeah. So you are an Afro-Latino. So. Tell me the benefits and the drawbacks, if any, in being black and Latino. I, I don't identify like that. That's what I'm saying. It's, it to me is because okay. being being Latino has everything. Like yeah. being Puerto Rican, I have I have African roots. I have Spaniard right. roots. I have I have Taino Indian roots. So right. for me, it's just I don't I don't look at that as that, as that but. I know, I, I know the significance, the significance of seeing people like myself mm-hmm. do things like this. And growing up, we didn't see many, many people of color doing what we're doing. Right. If there were, it was very limited. And mm-hmm. this allows us to actually do what we what we love to do, but at the same time have ownership of it. Right. 
and that's something that's very key with me is mm-hmm. people when they started that doing whatever podcast whatever they're going in for the money and thinking about oh, I need to get this sponsor and get that sponsorship and yet they're not look I'm looking at more yes I'm looking at it as something I love to do but it's also a business now for me and so for me now is just trying to build something that I own. Like I still have my nine to five, but I'm building something here that I feel is going to be very successful. Um, I have a great team that works with me. I have some great friends like you, Brian snow that have opened many doors for me and given me, give me a chance to grow as a creator. And from a lot of it is I want to give back as well. That's why I have them in that radio station. And mm-hmm. I, I work with people whenever they ask any help with anything. I'm always open. Door. I'm always, cause I would love, I would want people to avoid some of the things that I went through starting up and doing what I'm doing now. And so if anyway, I can help anyone. I'm, you know me, I'm always in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's one good thing I know about you that your heart is open, and and we definitely going to talk about how we met a little later, and we definitely going to talk about some of the some of our mutual friends, and of course some of the people who influenced you too, uh, because obviously whoever poured into you, <laughs> they did a great job. One of them would have to be your mother, and you have an intense love for her. So if you had to think of one lesson that she taught you, it, it could have been when you were young. It could have been when you were in your twenties. It could be right now. What lesson um, has stuck with you? From she's, her? her, her door was open to everyone. I it, see. Like it, it was, it was open to everyone. Everyone who came to to the neighborhood, visiting from anywhere out of state or from Puerto Rico, anywhere, anywhere, any family friend, mm-hmm. they had a place to stay. Yeah. They had a couch, they had food. They were good. My 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 like my brother's friends, whatever, it didn't matter. She her door was so open to everyone and they knew mm-hmm. that. And that's where I get a lot of the things that I do is from her, is the kind of person she is. Is and listen, a single mom raising raising some because well the older ones are already out the house, but mm-hmm. raising like three of us on her own. Right. She she did a good job. She she did as best as she could, and I'm blessed to have her still around. Oh yeah, well, I'm blessed. Even though I have not met her, I'm blessed that she's still around because look, good God, she poured a lot of good good nuggets into you, man. And that answer that you gave me, I it's like I picture you doing the same thing, and I've seen you you've done it with me. I've seen you do it with Brian. I've seen you do it with others, where it's like man, this knowledge I have, man, I just want to share it because uh, I think you all are cool people, so I think this is some good stuff you need to have. And that, that same energy that your mother, as you said, your mother has, you have. And I love that. It's, it's, people think that we're out here competing with each other. Only person I'm competing with is myself. Thank you. Me. Yes. I'm competing yes. with myself. I'm not competing with anyone else. Yes. I have to work to make myself better. Right. It's not me competing with you. It's not me competing. right. Like so, anything I gain, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna share mm-hmm. it with my peeps. I'm gonna share it with my friends. I'm gonna share it with people I care for because I want them to succeed just as me. 
I don't. Mm. It's lonely at the top if you're the only one up there. You would never lie. You want to uplift as many. That's what people fail to realize. You want li- to uplift as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. And then your blessings will come. You will be yeah. uplifted. But if you go into the mentality that it's all about me, mm. it's, it's just not going to work. Yeah. It, it's not. It's really not going to work because you're not serving anyone. Yeah. You're just yeah. serving yourself. And that is, it's, you're going to drain yourself out eventually. Man, drop them nuggets, homie. Yeah, you were correct, man. <laughs> More with podcast and entrepreneur, why is that heavy? After this quick break. Discouragement, sorrow, distance. Your arguments cause damage to your family. The hurt leads to divorce. You feel like there is nowhere else to turn, but there is hope for you. That's where we come into play. There is an overcomer that lives inside of you. One ready to take on the world as you leap for joy, living in victory. You'll grow to love yourself and others. There's life after divorce, and you can claim it today. Get over divorce, where your new story begins here every Thursday on YouTube and Spreaker. Welcome back to Revelations. I'm Cole Johnson, and I am joined by podcaster and entrepreneur Wise El Jefe. And uh, he has sufficiently opened the way, and uh, he did it in such a fantastic fashion. It's now time to walk across that bridge to prosperity. Now, this is where we link childhood lessons to adult application. Now, of course, I did touch a little bit on it and open the way with the connection that that Rice has with his mother. Uh, what ambitions did you have once you graduated from high school? I, I didn't know. I didn't know what I wanted to do, honestly. Um, I figured I would just go get a job and work somewhere for a few years, whatever. I, I didn't really know what was my, my purpose. And I bounced around from job to job, um, fell in love, moved to Florida, worked, lived in Florida for a few years and stuff. And, but I, I was never really, never really had a job for quite, for too long. I, it wasn't, it, I just never found the job that really, that really made me, like, you really want to go somewhere and work somewhere. When, when I don't want, like when I have some energy in me where I no longer want to be at that job, I, I, I don't be there. I'm just, I'm just that kind of person. I just can't deal with that energy. Florida, what, uh, what drew you to move from New York to there? Uh, my first wife, uh, which is actually her birthday today. So happy heavenly birthday, Denise. We miss you daily. 
But yeah, man, um, it was her. I met her um, during a time in my life where I wasn't. I was in. Uh, I was that. I was headed. I was not down. I was really not. I wasn't a bad person, but I was just was. Yeah. I was doing things that I shouldn't. I had no business doing. Um, yeah. I, I should have learned from the lessons from my brothers, but I, I still did things. And but I fell in love. Change, moved down to Florida. Um, basically, just changed my life. And um, I, I was lucky because after after I moved to Florida, a lot of my friends and stuff ended up getting incarcerated and locked up. So, yeah, yeah. For me, it was it was a blessing to get escape and 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 go live my life and and in Florida. Yeah, good timing. Wow. Uh, so. Uh, how long did you have with your uh, with your first wife? If you don't mind me asking. I was with my first wife from the age of twenty one till I turned thirty one. Oh, that was early. Okay. Yeah, she she's the one who who started me on my journey to um to self education and self self development, and she introduced me to the Secret and and all these other books and. So she's the one who started that path for me, but I think she was preparing me for what was to come. Yeah. And so, hmm. yeah. And, yeah. And so I, it, for me, it was, it was, she was a big part of me. Like saying this, this is like the first beginning few years of my adult life. And so yeah, she was, a, she was a big part of my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can I can tell there's some the imprints of her into how you operate and move now. Now, ever since I've met you, which known you, which has not been long, but it feels like it's been years. Not in a bad sense, but in a good no, sense. No, the, the, you know what it is? It's sometimes it's those relationships you build with people that you're able to actually just be yourself. Like yeah. when me and you speak, we we have mm-hmm. conversations. We sit down. We, we we'll start talking and we'll talk for an hour. Or so right just on, on life and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you tend to, when you, when you meet people like that and that's the kind of energy you put out there, that's the kind of people that gravitate mm. towards you. Yeah. And so I've been blessed now with the way my mindset is and the way I'm trying to move. I'm attracting people who mm-hmm. are the same vibration, who, who want the same yeah. thing as me. And, and so that's why me and you, it feels like we've known each other for years. People would yeah. think me and you known each other for years because of the way we, we carry ourselves with each other and the conversations mm-hmm. we can have. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. And and you're 100% correct. It. I think I'm now at a time in my life too. Same thing. Same thing. Good, good spot in my life where I'm getting a lot of whatever the negative stuff I had in me out and I'm attracting positivity away from people and it is showing that I'm attracting the positivity because I'm tracking like-minded positivity minded people into my sphere and I love it I love it and of course you're definitely one of them uh, I don't think I've seen you blow your top yet I've seen you passionate but I don't think I've ever seen you just be rah rah so your calm cool demeanor has that always been the case with you yes I'm I'm just laid back, man. I'm like a big teddy bear. But now, if you get some some liquor in me, it's something different. It's something different. But for the most part, I'm just I'm laid back. Um, you know me. 
Uh, I I like my um <laughs> I, I like my uh you know the the I smoke. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. I like my herb. <laughs> let's let's put it out there. I smoke my herb. I'm good. I'm alright. Oh man, it, I'm I'm me and stupid. Good. I me and stupid get along very well. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, Lord, y'all y'all having y'all having weed smoking contests. Oh man, nah, nah. But I've I've just calmed down. I'm not crazy like that. I gotta still function. I gotta still. I got I got to do, man. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> we like, we got plans over here, so I got. If if that becomes an issue, then I have to leave it alone. But yeah, for me, I'm just laid back, man. You, bro, I just yeah. chill. I, I enjoy life. I'm blessed to have a a wife that's very supportive. She's mm-hmm. she's helped me through a lot. She's helped me become a better person. Like I said, she. My wife now, she, the first one of the first things she said when we was dating was like, do you have a passport? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, we need to get you one because uh, I like to travel. And to me, that was like one of the sexiest things to me. It was like, oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. You got plans like that? All right. Yeah. So I've been able to experience going to the Bahamas with my wife, mm-hmm. Jamaica, Aruba this year, yeah. been to the Dominican Republic a few times. So and uh, we got other places that we plan on visiting, and but it's just being able to find that person that believes in you and sees your vision. Because right. when when I first started, I'm, I'm what you call a PP, uh, a pandemic podcaster, uh-huh. and and so that's what that's what I just I've just learned. I heard that term the other day. Somebody told me I was a PP. I was like I was like. Uh, PP was that uh, <laughs> person? I didn't, I didn't know. Like, no, you're a pandemic podcast. I'm like, yeah, all right, podcast. yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call me. But I just, to me, it was just <laughs> that. Have, she was like, I know you really love this because before that, I was always on my PlayStation. Always, mm-hmm. like, I would come home from work and I'm on the PlayStation. She would come home and I'm on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And so she, when she realized that my PlayStation was collecting dust and I wasn't playing anything and I was more focused on recording and, and, and building the stuff that I have, she was like, all right, let's, let's, all right, can we make something out of this? Is there something we can do? Cause my wife is the ultimate hustler, right? She is the ultimate. She helps everyone and their mama build a business. She does. That's what she does. She's helped. She's helped numerous friends build, and and she just she's that smart. She's that that smart, and and she's good. For, she's got a good eye for business and all that. So it's like, what can we do to get you going? What do we with it? Where? So she helped me build, start my LLC, uh, just start building stuff up, and and Real Wise Productions was born with with the help of my wife and, and my nephew. Yeah. Yeah, your wife and my wife could probably compete in that realm because I, I know the feeling, bro. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. It's like, man, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing. And my wife is like, really? You want to stay there? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, step your game up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, now, you spoke of interests. I think you just alluded to one of them. Uh, what interests did you have as a youngster and as a young adult? Uh, sports like 
I, lo- I used to play, I uh, played, of course, Little League, high school baseball, played high school football. Mm-hmm. And then just whatever sports we, us neighborhood kids would play. Like, we would go to the nearest park, play some baseball, play some punch ball, handball, basketball, whatever it was. Again, we come from a time where we actually played outside. Like we actually went out and hung out in the streets and played stickball in the middle of the street and all that. So it was just hanging out and and, and then Nintendo came and then that just kind of changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I I wore out consoles too. Ooh man. <laughs> That's what I thought. And yeah, we'll probably delve a little more into your gaming. We definitely gonna delve into sports, obviously, because that's how we know each other. Well, if, if you could see my one of my other big loves, if you see if you look back there, I don't know if you see Stone Cold and uh and my big big daddy cool diesel back there. So wrestling, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we'll probably talk a little bit about that too. Moe, podcaster and entrepreneur, Wise El Jefe, right after this. Of course, Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense. The throw just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. Podcaster, entrepreneur, and uh, self-admitted weed smoker, Wise El Jefe has joined me on Revelations. Uh, man, yeah, we're having a good time, as we always do oh, each man. other conversation we have. And uh, we've, he's opened the way. We've walked across that bridge. Now it is time for us to understand what is behind the purpose. Now, behind the purpose, purpose, it is the reason why we function the way we do. And we will talk about how we met a little later. But your platform that most people know you by is stuck in my mind. And I can remember, I can remember when I first saw the platform because it was actually a week after I met you. <laughs> so, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, this guy. He talks, he, he talks mad trash and good mad trash about sports. I love that. His energy is great. He's amped. He's, 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 he, uh, he analyzes it beautifully. It's like this guy is second nature. Behind, this guy is second nature behind the mic when it comes to sports. Little did I know this dude is doing a mental health podcast. So what was the origin of stuck in my mind? Uh, I was stuck in my mind. I was, I was in my head. Yeah. Like I said, I was, 
I was heavy into self-development in 2000, early 2000s and stuff like that. And so when I, I lost the niece and, and, and I, and I kind of lost my way, um, I was stuck in my head, man. I, I knew what I had to do to, to get out of it, but just wasn't working. It was just me in there, not, not knowing, just knowing this, knowing I, I, it's, it's one of the craziest things is that knowing what you have to do and you just not willing to do it. Like just not doing it. Cause you, you're, you're angry. You're mad. You're it's, it's everything. And so me doing my podcast now is it reflects on it's, it's a lot of the hurt and the tragedies that happened after Denise as well. So mm-hmm. to be able to, to, to speak on it and show that it's okay, especially in the black and brown community where we are yeah. taught that men are strong. We're not mm-hmm. supposed to show emotions. We're not supposed to seek help. We're supposed to do this on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, that's not the case. Listen, we're we're fragile. Just we're fragile as anyone else. You never lie. And so, for me to be able to show that platform and show that, listen, it's okay for people to go get help. It's not a. It's not a. It's actually a, a sign of strength when you go get help. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's not a sign of weak weakness, but right. that's what's been programmed into us. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's that's what we've been taught that. We don't cry. We don't show emotions. Nah, man. It's, it's sometimes me being the person that I am and being raised by by my mom mm-hmm. is is like open the different side of me. It's like I'm, I'm more of an empathetic person than than the average probably guy because of how I was raised. Yeah. And so for me, it for me it was like you know, when I first started, it was me venting about working on that. And I had a great time talking about it, talk, just talking, mm-hmm. but I didn't enjoy the content. So when I switched it over to a more conversation piece, mm-hmm. that's when it really started hitting me that, hey, I got something here. This is something I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Let me continue. Again, I'm here to serve the people. I'm here to serve serve people, help, help them grow and develop. Because this is what life is. is it's just lessons. Yeah, then we're meant to learn from and gain, gather and gain inspiration from one another. Yeah, it took me a long time to understand that and be at home with that too. Yeah, <laughs> it did. It took it took me a while. It took me a, it took me a long time to figure out that. Yes, mm-hmm. I was angry with God, Spirit, whatever it was, because okay. of everything that happened in my life. I had no control over that, and so for me to be angry over something I had no control over. Just then, it finally sunk in. It made no sense to me. It's like look, you're beating yourself up for some things you had no power over. Wow. Now, the things you do have power over, you're you're messing that up too. So you need to wake up and start rearranging and getting your sh- and getting your sh- together. Mm-hmm. And again, once I once I did that, I started. I attracted my wife. I attracted started attracting things that were in the positive. That were helping me get out of the out of the mindset and, and the mind frame that I was in at for those few years. You act like you do this um, because the next question I was going to ask you was, 
uh, are there any particular people you would like to interview? I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like you guided me to the questions I have. I love oh, it. Man, listen, uh, <laughs> I, I want to interview everybody. Uh, honest, uh, to be honest, because mm. it's it's being it's just a conversation. It's just being to have is just being able to have these conversations with these people and learn and and realize that hey, at the at the core of it all, we're all same. We're all the same. We all want the same thing. We all want happiness. We all want success. We all want that in life. And it's just the fact that uh, I don't even. So I'm very, I'm very into think, knowing that we're, we're programmed at a very young age. Right. <clears throat> and we're programmed to believe that we need to work at nine to five jobs for 30, mm-hmm. 40 years and then retire and then enjoy our life. And no, we, we need to enjoy that now. Like life is too precious. Like from, from everything that I've learned that life is just too precious for me to just like waste time, not being happy. Mm. Everybody has their moments this day. I'm not saying I'm happy 24 seven. That, no, that's just not. not possible. No, but I'm not. There's just people that are just miserable in life that yeah. they just wake up with with that yeah. angriness and bitterness in their life. And mm-hmm. I can't do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually <laughs> eventually I'm i my ultimate goal is to no longer work a nine to five because mm-hmm. I, I need I need my freedom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it is like what Stone Cold said one time, I woke up pissed off. So <laughs> <laughs> what are other ways that you uh, attempt to stay balanced mentally? Oh man, spending time with the grandkids. That's that's another one. Oh man, that seems to be one where you get humbled. Not oh, I, you, I a, not I you specific, you in general. <laughs> yeah, I just I have a great time. Like yeah. I got my grandson Bryson, he's he's he runs me, so <laughs> but just to see his excitement and the way he and and now he's learning words and and the only program we ever put on TV is um just educational things and and to see him bright light his face light up when a certain song comes on and he'll start singing it and and then I'll start singing with him and <laughs> and then I'll just make voices I it's with him I actually get to practice my voiceover work. Because you get to do your, you get to make weird voices, and and he laughs and entertains it and entertains mm-hmm. him. So, it's it to me, it's that. that that that's definitely something that relaxes me. And and he just and he just jumps, jumps. He doesn't stop jumping. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably was born thirty years too late. He would have oh, been man. a member of Crisscross, but. <laughs> Oh man! Well, obviously, uh, the things you're doing have great purpose, and I'm so glad that you shared a whole lot of that with me and with us here. Uh, man, yeah, your purpose is huge, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of that. Just in, just in calling you a friend, I'm glad that I'm part of it. I'm definitely glad we're friends, man. Yeah, and like I said, in just a short time, me and you've linked up. We've we've connected very. Like it's a great bond, and and we we sat we've like I said we've sat and had conversations, and we've talked about life, and we've mm-hmm. talked about whatever was bothering us. So yeah. to be able to to 
to have someone to talk to like that. Like I said, it, that's big on mental health. Like, right. find build those relationships where you can actually have a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Where you can actually like, yo, dad, I've been down on this little and and have somebody that's gonna be like, oh, you can't. No, you have somebody right. like, yo, yeah, no, nah, man, he's good, man. Just being able to have the the the, the relationship with someone where. It's okay. Cool. It's cool to be vulnerable, to be yourself, and and, yeah. and let people know, like, hey, this is I'm having this issue, and to get advice on that. It's right. it's nothing wrong with that. No, none and at to, all. To like I said, to build these relationships, like that I have been building these last couple of years with mm-hmm. every all the people, amazing people that I met through podcasting. Yeah. I, I some like some of my biggest supporters are fellow podcasters. Right like cheer me on for every like everything and and you don't you don't even have family members that cheer you on that way that hard or don't don't support mm-hmm. your stuff like that and you have complete strangers that you just met cheering you on and telling you hey man i love your stuff you're doing good you're doing great keep it up right and and of course you still have you do have family members that do support you and you have friends that do support you that yeah but you, it's a it, this community will amaze you. This this mm-hmm. community, this podcasting community, will amaze you. Just because I guess we know the work we put into what we're doing. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, we yeah. know the struggles that we go as go through as independent podcasters. We don't have the big machines of Spotify, Apple. Mm-hmm. We don't have them backing us. Right. We we do this because we love it mm-hmm. and. And a lot of us is it's it, for a lot of us is just a hobby, but for me it's something it's, it's more than that. Yeah. And I just yeah. try to do the best I can. Well, I know it's life for you, it's life for me, and it's life that's gonna make our lives better. That much I do know. More with Wise El Jefe after this timeout. If you're looking for a sports program that gives you the flavor, Washington Commanders? Really? This whole thing stinks to high heaven. That pulls no punches. Thuggish act by a thuggish actor. That gives you some humor. Praise everything LeBron does and never criticize him. If you want a show that gives you good times, then this is that show. I am Cole Johnson and welcome to Cole's Sports with a Z. Every Friday on Patreon. And every Saturday on YouTube, Spreaker, and all other outlets.
Winding It Down with Wise El Jefe on Revelations. I am Cole Johnson. And he has opened the way. He has walked across that bridge along with me into prosperity. He has given you what his purpose is. And now it is time to bring things to light. Now, all of us shine in a unique way, and you, sir, are no different. We are two-thirds of a show that we helm uh, called Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. You saw the commercial earlier. So how did your involvement with uh, Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson come about? Okay, so um, I was introduced to, uh, to Brian Snow, Snowman. By uh, someone who who will remain nameless because we don't we, we call them Voldemort, so we don't speak his name. So anyway, um, me and Brian hit it off. Um, he came and did my show. I came a couple of times and did uh, Snowman in the morning, mm-hmm. and we just hit it off. And then he came back on my show, did a, re- a repeat engagement, had a great time, and then uh, I came on one one. Uh, I came on earlier this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember, but um, a little bit after that, he reached out to me. He's like, hey, um, I was thinking, uh, how would you like to be a permanent fixture on uh, Snowman in the Morning? And, of course, like I said, I have my day job, and at that time I was off Sunday, Monday, so I could do Monday mornings. Right. And I was like, all right, cool, because – I love talking sports. I love sports. Um, it gives me opportunity to to expand on on what I'm doing. It it gives me another lane for me to to do something in. As besides the mental health, it's a lane that I I really enjoy the topics on sports. So it was a no brainer for me. And and I was like, all right, let's do this. And so that first episode that we did together, I just I was just Spend what I know. Hmm. Well, for those who want to know, he spat what he knew. And when it comes to sports, Mr. Wise Jefe knows a lot about it. Uh, oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, I'll give you an example and I'll ask, I'll phrase this in the question afterwards. So one show, and I think we're, this was like two weeks into our partnership. We actually have a guest on and we talk wrestling and he flowed so seamlessly in the wrestling as he did. He was talking about football or basketball, just flowed seamlessly into it. Uh, so, cause the question I have to ask you now is how did you, how did you gather a love of wrestling? Uh, my older brother, mm. he, he took me like, I used to go to the garden and, and watch Hogan, watch Bundy. Watch uh, Steamboat, Macho Man, Big John Studd, Andre the Giant. I saw some of the greats. It's a Federation uh, like, era. Okay. Yeah, I seen, I seen, yeah, the rock, I saw the rock and roll era and all that. So, right. Mm-hmm. And so from that moment on, I was hooked. Like, mm-hmm. that was my, that was my, that was, I love wrestling. That, like, my mom yeah. bought me every single one of those WWF 
the, the, the like now they there there's so much they're so advanced like they got flexible arms and all, like mm-hmm. back then these was just hard rubber hard, hard rubber, rubber. <laughs> and, and and they couldn't bend they wouldn't bend anywhere so no but I had them all I had oh man I had so many of them so t- to me it was just I loved I loved wrestling and then when they started really transitioning into the the attitude era mm-hmm. that's when I truly fell in love with it like yeah because now you have the rock you mm-hmm. have someone that looks like me right on TV mm-hmm. like yeah steamboat yeah whatever but you have the rock mm-hmm. who looks like me like yeah a man I'm like mm-hmm. what's this yeah what's going on here like you're used to seeing the hitman you're used to seeing the mm-hmm. the hogans you even yeah, someone used to seeing Stone Cold, although he was a different type of character. Yeah. It's one where you'd say, yeah, I could picture if he would have hit the nerve and strike the right nerve, I could picture him going to the top, which he did. Yeah. And, and so to me, that was like, um, and then, yeah, Stone Cold, you had DX, you had the Undertaker. So, like, it got really, like, it got really, Attitude Era to me was the greatest, man. Mm-hmm. You just had some of the best storylines. You had some of the best, best matches, man. The the, the Razor Ramones, Shawn Michaels ladder match, the the Hitman Shawn Michaels match. Mm-hmm. Oh man, like Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H. You had Mick Foley. You, it was like a mixture of everything. You had a, every type of character in WWE and. I just I, I was just hooked. Like yeah. then, especially when the video games came out, I was buying the video games and. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, if to me it was just my brother, just being able to go to the garden and see. And we had we were in like close. We was up in the nosebleeds, but it was just the excitement of seeing those matches and the crowd going wild, and it was great. Mm. So. Why is El Jefe? Okay, what does it mean, and how did this nickname come to be? Well, Wise is uh, my gamer tag. It's just for me. I've always felt like I I knew I knew stuff, but I knew I was capable of learning more. So, someone to me who is wise is someone who doesn't know everything. Right. So for me, it was it was just a game attack, but it was it was actually more than that. And and so when I started podcasting, I just took because it was wise be blunt on my gamer tag. And then of course it's because I was four twenty whatever, but then it also it started becoming to where I was actually blunt with people. I would just speak my mind. I just and then I just switched it when I switched it switch to podcasting mm-hmm. i didn't want it to continue to be wise be blunt because i wanted it to be more than no i didn't want it to be thinking that associate me with just smoking right and so i've always felt that i was a boss man like I, i've had that spirit in me for the longest like i've tried different multiple different business opportunities and they didn't go anywhere but that didn't stop me like 
Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's what people fail to realize. Like entrepreneurship is not you're not going to be successful at every single business you do. No. And um, you're going to have some failures, but what you do is learn from them failures. Learn learn your lesson. That's what that's what these that's what this this is that's what it is. Everything you you do in life is to learn your lesson. Mm-hmm. And some of us are much more hard hard headed than others. Then they continue to learn the same lesson. <laughs> you hit me right in the gut, right in the gut in the heart with that one, man. Because uh, my hair is hard as a brick. <laughs> I know out of one of those four teams, you had to say, "Man, I'm falling in love with this." Which of those teams was it? that? That would be baseball. That's what I thought. That would be baseball. That's that. That is my first love. Was mm-hmm. it was baseball? Um, look, I come from a Puerto Rican family. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. my dad baseball, played baseball. Yeah. My baseball dad played rich baseball. Baseball culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad played baseball. My brothers played baseball. To me, every Sunday, um, growing up, I would go see my brothers play softball. Mm-hmm. Like they would, they would play in Sunday leagues, and it was like a family event because nice. everybody would go to the ballpark and they'll grill whatever. And it was we would travel, we would travel all over Brooklyn, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Connecticut, and it, it was a different time. It was actually a time where it was a community, man. Like, like I said, it was like. Every Sunday we was at the ballpark, at the baseball park, watching somebody play, somebody in the family play. Real Wise Productions and Real Wise Radio. Yeah. Uh, how did both of those entities come uh, to fruition for you? Um, Like I said, when the wife saw that this is something I'm serious about and I was pretty good at, it's like okay, let's start a business, and and I was really getting, I was really learning skills that I could use. I, I was learning editing skills, um, graphic design, basically using Canva, and just building something like, like I said, ownership. I want, I didn't want, I wanted everything that I that I create. I want ownership of. I don't right. want no one to come claim anything that I'm doing. This is. I've, I've I've invested in myself, and and so that was a no brainer for me was to to start the corporation and, and start building and using the skills that I, I attained I obtained by doing what I'm doing. Like a couple of years ago, I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything about voiceover work. I didn't do any of that. I, I knew it existed, but it wasn't something that was. If you would have asked me two, three years, three, four years ago, would I be doing this? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And um, but doing it and and getting good at it and being able to to generate some income from it from ed- people hiring me now to edit their podcast. Hey, fine, that's great. That's making money doing something I love to do anyway. Mm-hmm. And so the radio station came about because. Everybody was getting censored everywhere. Like, I just felt I wanted to give people a platform where they can be themselves and do shows that wouldn't be taken off of the air because of something they said. Right. 
uh, I'm as long as you don't preach hate and and violence and all that. But I believe in your rights to to speak your mind and do what you do. So I felt that the radio station was a was a platform that eventually would be able to if if it's done right and we get the right shows on there, it, it can grow into something big where everyone that's a part of the radio station eats. Yeah. That's my, like I said, I'm, I'm, I want everyone to eat. I don't Mm -hmm. want to just be at the table by myself. It's not fun eating by yourself. Podcast and entrepreneur Wise El Jefe joins me on Revelations, and this is the time of the show we invoke De La Soul and we go plug tune in. <laughs> so, of course, this is the part of the show where we allow our guest to plug whatever it is their heart desires. So, uh, Mr. Wise El Jefe, whatever you want to plug, um... go for it. All right, well, uh, check out my podcast, Talking My Mind Podcast, on all major platforms, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple, Podbean. I'm on every single platform you can imagine. Uh, check out my website, realwiseproductions.com. Uh, check out the, real, the radio station. It's uh, www.realwiseradio.com. You can find Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson, Monday through Fridays, 8 to 11 a.m. And... Oh, oh! Can I? I can't forget. I got a. Go ahead. There's a new. It's, uh, my nephew's book. Uh, the plush life from prison to peace. It's an amazing book. It's it's his. Um, it, it's just a, a great book to read. It's it's one of those things where we. Um, I, I he he had faith in me and I had faith in him and I support him and we put that book out for him and and. Like I said, it's a great read. It's something where when people hear it, they think about uh, prison, but yes, he wrote it while he was locked up and incarcerated, but it's more about freeing yourself from the prison of your mind. And so, and what else? Uh, Do I have anything else? Oh, definitely check me out on Snowman in the mornings. I'm there every Thursday and Friday. Check him out every day. Definitely check him out every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, you like doing this show right here with you today, it made me realize I need to step up my producer game. Like, like, oh man, he got segments for everything, and then he like he's got the the things that go with it. I'm like, man, I gotta step up my game. Like, like I have like I have my own plug-in section, like mm-hmm. like this, and mm-hmm. I just let them plug away. But mm-hmm. you have you actually got graphics. Like I need mm-hmm. to like like I said, I need to step up my producer game. <laughs> Like this, this show right here just made me, made me realize, like, wow, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lacking. <laughs> it's not meant for that to happen, but oh no, 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 no. Listen, that's that, that's why I love this, man. Is to be able to to learn, man. Like, I gotta mm-hmm. step up my this. What like doing this show made me realize I gotta step up my game. Like, that's just me. That's just the fire in me. Like. I like, feel you. Man, my man is doing a great show. I need to really <laughs> step my <laughs> up, man. 
Oh, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I, I do. I understand that because I feel I'm the same way. I'm like, man, if I if I'm on someone else's platform and I like what they do, I'm like, man, I gotta borrow that because yeah, my stuff it's not looking like that. It, it, if I do that, it'll be it'll be look even crispier. I love that. Oh yeah, I know no, that. No, I I definitely have to. I I know I'm gonna have to definitely step my game up for when we go into the BS3 network. I know that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but this doing this show right here just gave me some ideas. Like, all right. Awesome. Like I've I've spoke we we've spoken and I've told you about a couple of segments that I want to do, mm-hmm. which I need you to do uh, the voiceover for one of them. So I'll okay. let, you know. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. And yeah, that's it, man. That's everything I got to plug. All right. Well, as you've heard, as you've seen, and as you've watched uh, and listened, <laughs> it is one of my uh, one of my close personal friends, podcaster, and entrepreneur. Wise El Jefe. Man, I, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Revelations, man. Oh, You've been checking my pictures, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, he, be, he jacked some real good pictures, too. Like, I don't remember sending them, but... sometimes perplexed as to how you can't connect with somebody. You go out of your way to find some sort of common ground, but you just don't find it. And then for me, there's wise. To feel that easygoing energy to not have to explain yourself and to be accepted on the spot is gratifying. The Bible says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You wouldn't think that we'd be the laid-back New Yorker in these days. Yet I've met one. And he's a guy who has his passions and beliefs. He also has his mission. After all, like Peter Gunn said one time, Wise is New York to the heart, but God love for all. Man, many thanks to Wise El Jefe for joining me. And uh, give us his perspective on life. And I love it. And why don't you join us every Tuesday on YouTube or even live uh, where you will see a different person being interviewed each and every week. For changing the world one conversation at a time. I'm Cole Johnson, and this has been another episode of Revelations. for tuning into Revelations. To download this episode, go to Acast and type Revelations. For apparel, go to Spring and type Revelations. Music by Lakey Inspired. Inspired.